I woke up and stretched when my alarm went off at exactly 6.37 a.m. School would start at 7.45, and I needed 45 minutes to get ready, 7 minutes for breakfast, and 5 minutes to get to school, leaving me with 11 minutes before class started. Just enough time to casually flirt with Aiden Reynolds on my way to trigonometry. I stood up and checked my appearance in the full-length mirror on the back of my bedroom door. I was checking for blotchy skin, or worse, pimples. After careful scrutiny, I nodded in satisfaction. It was a game day, and the last thing I needed was a huge zit on my chin. Today will be a great day. I, Colby Blanchard, will execute all of my dance routine perfectly. I will ace my trig exam, and I will get Aiden to ask me to homecoming. I smiled at myself, confident that daily affirmation was the best way to start the day. I jumped into the shower and scrubbed every inch of my body. I took extra time to loofah my feet, knees, and elbows. I liked them to be super soft. After drying off, I was carefully detangling my hair. Why was I cursed with such super fine hair? When my mom knocked on the bathroom door. Honey, I have a showing this morning and your father has to leave early because of the visiting orthodontists. Remember, he's showing his new technique this morning, so you have to take the bus to school today. Sorry. What? Now my schedule was totally screwed up. Mom, you should have told me last night. I didn't get up early enough to take the bus. Guess you'll have to hurry. I glared at the door that separated me from my mother. Would it have killed her to tell me last night? Sometimes I wondered if I was switched at birth. The daughter of a real estate agent and an orthodontist was hardly the kind of stock I felt would mold me into all that I could be. I loved my parents, but I wanted much more out of life than selling homes and straightening teeth. I decided to wear my long hair back in a French braid and tie it off with scrunchies in gold and purple to maximize my school spirit. Since it was a game day, I already had my cheerleading outfit ready. How could I shave another couple of minutes off my morning? I could hardly forego makeup, and I'd already modified my hairstyle. So the best I could do was to take the back trail through the woods to school. It was much faster than taking the bus. And really, how many 16-year-olds rode the bus? I would be the laughing stock of school if I did such a thing. For the millionth time, I crossed my fingers that my upcoming 17th birthday would result in a car, like I planned. I felt like the only licensed teenager on the east side who didn't have her own transportation. Mom and Dad were already gone when I grabbed a bagel and swabbed it with fat-free cream cheese. I wanted to lose six pounds so I could stay on top of the pyramid. I'd overheard Allison talking about a weight check so she could take my place. That was so not going to happen. I wasn't about to let her squeeze me out of my spot. I simply switched to diet soda and cut down on my meals. Sure, it was tough when everyone around me was munching chips and stuff, but I liked to be the smallest one on the squad, the one who got to be on the top of the pyramids and do all the stunts. I checked my watch and slowed down a bit. I was five minutes ahead of schedule. Sitting down at the kitchen table, I munched quietly, thinking about the day ahead, and making a mental checklist of things to do. Update Blackberry to include weekend plans, make final list of invitees to my 17th B-Day party, get streamers and supplies from Mrs. Frost to decorate varsity football team's lockers, check reference book and library on World War II, Battle of the Bulge for history class, 
I looked around the table for my Blackberry, deciding it was easier to input this stuff than try to commit it to memory, when the headline of the Seattle P.I. caught my attention. East Side Attacker Still at Large.